Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about getting ahead of demand with new supply. We've seen many businesses anticipate continuing growth, and they forecast no changes to market conditions. It happens in virtually every industry. Even the most analytical of companies in the world can get it wrong. We saw several retail giants experience adverse conditions in the past quarter. Walmart, Target, and Amazon were the most visible of these announcements. Amazon surprised Wall Street with its first quarterly loss since 2015. That happens when expenses exceed revenues. So how did Amazon get it wrong? Did they hire too many people? Did they make too many financial commitments? What happened? Well, the company's been expanding quickly, making investments in expanding their fleet of aircraft with their growing captive airline called Prime Air. They've also been growing their network of distribution centers and fulfillment warehouses all over the world. Some of these facilities are company-owned, but in fact many are leased from developers who build these giant buildings to Amazon specifications. It seems that Amazon's construction of fulfillment warehouses has gotten ahead of the current demand. And Amazon spooked investors last month after reporting slowing growth and a weak profit outlook that it attributed to overbuilding during the pandemic when homebound shoppers stormed the online environment. At the end of 2021, Amazon had leased 370 million square feet of industrial space in its home market in the U.S., twice as much as it had two years earlier. The excess capacity includes warehouses in New York, New Jersey, Southern California, and Atlanta. The companies reported to be in discussions to terminate some leases and to sublet some space. Some estimates that I've heard suggest that Amazon has somewhere between 10 and 30 million square feet of excess capacity. In the April earnings report, the company said it expected the excess space to contribute to $10 billion in extra costs in the first half of 2022. Now, in my home market of Ottawa, Canada, we now have two Amazon fulfillment centers. Both of them are on the edge of the urban area, and both have excellent freeway access. The first one was started in 2018 and completed in 2019, just before the start of the pandemic. The first facility is a million square feet of space. My personal observation is that this facility seems to be operating below capacity. The second facility is a leased facility built by the same folks, Broccolini Construction out of Montreal. That five-level industrial building is the largest in the city. It's going to span 2.7 million square feet, and for now, Amazon's footprint is only going to consume 450,000 square feet out of that total. The director of real estate development for the developer says there's no conversation about another tenant coming into the facility. And that's led industry experts to believe that Amazon will eventually take up the whole building. But under the current circumstances, it could be a while before utilization expands beyond the current 17% occupancy. Even the 450,000 square feet currently being leased appears to be underutilized. The parking lot seems virtually empty every time I drive past it. So is my local fulfillment center unique? I don't know for sure, but I suspect it's not. Amazon is clearly the largest and most visible player in the e-commerce space. Managing growth can be challenging for all businesses, since there's always a delay between identifying the need to expand capacity and that capacity appearing. Business leaders face a choice. Number one, they can wait until the business experiences capacity shortages for a protracted period of time before making the decision to expand. That's the conservative approach. The second choice is to extrapolate the current growth and build capacity slightly ahead of the forecast growth requirement and hope that it all just lands at the right time. But the global environment is less certain. Changes do happen. We have disruptions like the pandemic, wars, weather events, earthquakes, drought, political and regulatory changes. 
all of these impact global businesses. And the cascade effect of even a single incident is difficult to forecast and even more difficult to plan for. It would simply be too costly to have active contingency plans for a wide spectrum of low probability events. I have no doubt that Amazon is going to survive this little error in growth forecasting. The company is well capitalized and has been generating plenty of free cash flow over the past few years. Even Walmart, by comparison, has 50 million square feet of warehouse space in its domestic distribution network in the U.S. And if you think of Walmart's retail space as being roughly equivalent to Amazon's fulfillment centers, then you would find that they roughly have the same square footage. Walmart owns 277 million square feet of retail space in the U.S., and even though Walmart closed hundreds of stores that were poorly performing in its network back in 2016, they still have over 10,500 stores in their current network. And there has been a bit of a resurgence of foot traffic since the end of the pandemic. Walmart does not appear to be planning any reduction in footprint, at least so far in 2022. So some builders have built ahead of demand in the industrial space, hoping to exploit the ongoing growth of e-commerce. There's no doubt that security supply concerns have also increased demand for inventory growth and inventory warehouse space in many sectors of the economy. But until companies actually manage to keep up with current demand, I don't expect to see a large-scale need for additional warehouse space because there's no inventory to put in that warehouse space. I have no idea who's going to rent the unused 2.3 million square feet in this brand new Amazon facility in my hometown. So as you think about that, pay very close attention to real historic measures of demand and not just a forecast. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.